You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vissard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to the show. This is Angela Setters-Bassard, your host for today, and I am doing part two on credit scenarios. And why am I talking about credit scenarios? Because, you know, I've talked about this before that I just love what I do and I love fixing problems. Yes, I'm a people fixer. What can I say? I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, it's so funny. My assistant came into me the other day and she was like, you know, you're one of those people that just has all this energy and you get depleted by the end of the day and you must get in your bed and just fall asleep. And I I was like, wow, you know what? I I wish I was like that, but I'm not. It's like I'm the energizer bunny. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm an energizer bunny (laughs) because I keep going when I go home. But anyways, the point of this show is to share some stories and some insight of how I've been able to help people and the strange situations that may happen on a daily basis to certain people. In our last show, we had some callers that called in. And thank you so much for your questions, you lovely ladies that called in. And anyone else that may have questions, please feel free to go on our website and fill out a submission. And once again, a shameless plug, make sure you subscribe, hit that subscribe button and tell all your friends and family about what you're learning on your credit today. It's super important. So moving right along, we're talking about the next story and can a bill or statement show adjustments to payments you should be making? Hence, Pay attention to your bills and what they say. A lot of people only look at what's due. They don't understand what's due, why it's due, how much the interest is, what's going to happen next month, if something new is happening, et cetera, et cetera. And I had a client that called me and he was super, super upset because his bookkeeper had been paying the bill and had it on auto pay. But what she neglected to see or remember is that the mortgage loan adjusted its rate after 10 years. And because she wasn't paying attention to that and he never refinanced the loan to get out of that adjusted rate payment, uh, his bill came in and he made his payment and the payment was not the payment that was due because the rate had increased. So his payment increased. So the auto payments that were being made on that particular mortgage were no good. And what happened? The mortgage lender kicked the payment back, charged him late fees, and then reported him with a 30-day late on his credit history at not the greatest time because he was getting ready to refinance his home and do what I just said he should have done months ago, which was to get out of that 10-year arm where the interest rate was going to adjust. So, of course, he was super upset that his bookkeeper did not pay attention to that, and now he has a late payment on his credit history. Yes, I've said this before. You got to pay attention to your mortgage statements or they will come and take a bite out of your bootay. So it's really important to pay attention. And clients call me all the time about these situations and scenarios, but it's really important to know and understand that mortgage companies and all kinds of financial companies uh, 
institute fees on your statements sometimes that are also not even fair. I had a client one time that had an escrow account opened up for him because unfortunately they didn't have the right insurance information on his home and they had been putting it on the statements that we need your current insurance information. We need a copy of your statement. And once again, because he had someone else paying his bills, they never paid attention to that. They never sent in that proof documentation that he was already insured. So what did they do? Slap insurance on him, open up an escrow account, and his payment went from, let's say, $1,000 to $2,500 a month because they increased his payment because now he was paying their insurance instead of having his own. So he had a situation where he had 90 days of late payments that were showing up because no one caught it until 90 days later. Because after 90 days, you know a lender is going to file what's called a notice of default, and now they're going to kick up the collection activity on your particular account. So again, it's really important to pay attention to your statements and also understand what you've signed up for. Understand the loans that you're signing on the dotted line for. Understand the terms and the interest rates that you are agreeing to pay. Because again, if you don't know and understand that and you have a plan that basically balloons in 10 years and you don't put it on your calendar or make sure that you know when that's going to happen and forecast and plan ahead, these are the kinds of situations that can happen. So again, going back, you've got to set reminders and you can also, with that particular mortgage company, set up that early warning to let you know or text you or email you and let you know when that payment is about 10 days of being past due on that particular account. So really, really important information. Um, Again, another story of someone who had an auto loan. And uh, this is is kind of a crazy story. So we had a client that called us up and he was really, really upset because he woke up in the morning and his car was actually repossessed. And he wasn't from this country. He was actually from England and they have a whole different economy, whole different system out there. And he really just didn't understand how things worked And so he actually had a lease on a car and he kept going back into the dealership to decide whether he wanted to actually buy the car or not. And they just told him, you know what, until you make a decision, just make sure that you keep making your payments until you know what you want. Then you can come back into the dealership and we'll do all of the paperwork and trade your car out, et cetera, et cetera. But hello, the lease was up and he never told the bank. He just kept making the payments poor communication. So what happened? The bank actually, because the right hand never talks to the left hand, even though he was making those payments on a monthly basis, they have a system that says, hello, this lease is actually matured. And this person has still had this car 90 days later. So what do they do? They just institute a repo. They came and repossessed his car and now he didn't have a car anymore and he couldn't extend his lease. So not only did he have to deal with the fact that he didn't have a car to get to work, but he also had to deal with the whole repossession of the car and pay fees that he otherwise would not have had to pay if he would have done the paperwork and got an approved extended lease payment. 
a lot of the different lenders out there are willing to extend your lease, but you have to call them, you have to sign a document, and you have to get approval from the bank before you do it. If you do not get approval, it's not enough just to call in and say, hey, this is what I'm doing, so take it or leave it, because you don't own that car and you don't have the pink slip to that car. They have to agree to the terms. So if they agree to the terms, what is the one thing that Angela has always told her students? Get it in writing, get it in writing, get it in writing so that you don't wake up in the morning and your car is gone. Dude, where's my car? We don't want to have that kind of situation, right? So make sure that you get in writing, make sure that you communicate with your bank. Going back to the mortgage statement, Make sure that you understand all of the terms of your mortgage when you're buying a house, when you're refinancing, what the interest rates are, all of the pitfalls that can happen when you're talking about a mortgage. And again, my friends, even when you have something on auto pay, it's not enough. You still have to pay attention to your statements because something can change without you knowing. And if you're not paying attention, you're not looking at your bills, you can be caught with your pants down and we don't want that to happen. So I hope you've learned a lot from this episode. We have a lot of more stories to share with you. And we have a caller that has called in with a very important question. Caller, hello there. Hi. How are you today? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm doing the same, blessed and highly favored. So thank you so much for calling. What is your important credit question for today? Well, my daughter is a junior, and um, we're already talking about college and what school she'll be attending and whatnot, but I know that building her credit is very important, Oh yes. so how should she go about doing that? I love that question, and I want to just say thank you for thinking ahead for your daughter. I think that is one of the most important things that we can do for our children is give them the gift of financial literacy. And I think that one of the things that you want to start off with with your kids, and for all of you out there listening, we always want to start our kids at least by the age of 16. You want to take them into the bank, open up a bank account, make sure that it's a custodial bank account, and why do we want to do that? that because we want to make sure that we are looking at all of the transactions that our kids are doing. And it's not because we want to check up on them because we don't trust them, but it's because we are teaching them and guiding them on the things that they need to know and what they need to trust as far as the banking and the credit card system. So I would take her into the bank, make sure she has her own checking and savings account, Also, make sure that she opens what's called a custodial credit card. Now, what this means is, is that they're going to actually give her a credit card that is tied to her checking account. And it will actually be a real credit card, maybe a $300 limit or so. And what you want to do is actually allow your child to use that credit card and get used to the fact of, you know, looking at the statements, seeing what kind of interest is bearing on that particular account, um, giving them access to their checking account to make payments on that credit card. So they get into the rhythm of understanding what it's like to pay their own bills. 
The other thing that you can do to help build their FICO score, and incidentally, that custodial credit card that you open up for your son or daughter is actually going to show up or start to show up on their credit history. So it's really, really important to make sure that you monitor the activity that your son or daughter has and make sure as they're using it that you teach and train them the no-nos and the do-dos. <laughs> so, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing that you can do, which is really great for enhancing one's FICO scores, you can add her as an authorized user onto one of your credit cards. And the great thing that this does is if you've had a credit card, let's say for 10 years, and you have great credit history with that particular bank or financial institution, and you add your daughter as an authorized user, number one, she has no fiduciary responsibility to that credit card. So at any time, you can take her off. The other thing is, is that you don't actually have to give her the credit card and she doesn't have to use it. What's happening is, is by adding her as an authorized user, she actually is doing something called piggybacking off of your history. So her credit history is going to be rich with the information that you've created over the 10 years of that credit card, and that's going to give her a benefit on her credit history and specifically her FICO score. Now the wow. thing now the thing that you have to understand also is that it's really important for kids especially young adults to not only have one credit card they must have two. So we're going to start her off slow though. So you know for this junior year let's get her the checking account, let's get her the savings account, let's have her you know work her savings and financial muscles by understanding how to read those statements when they come in, getting her super excited about going into the bank or going online and seeing what's in her savings account, and then also, you know, creating that muscle of understanding how to use a credit card and how to pay a bill. And once you've gotten through that for six months and she's doing really well and understands how to use that as an investment tool, really, at a young age, then you can take the next step, which would be to get her another credit card, which is a regular credit card, because by the time they're 17 or 18, they can actually apply for their own credit card. So then you would want to do that as well as adding her as the authorized user onto your credit card. So by the time, let's say she's ready to go to college and she wants to buy a car or she wants to get an apartment or she wants to do any of these financial transactions, it's not that you're not going to support her and give her the money to pay those transactions. But friends, it's super important. And I love this caller and why she's so concerned about this. It's very important to allow our children to make mistakes and to learn. And without putting them in the position to succeed the way that I'm telling you to, unfortunately, as we know from a lot of us that are older, we learn from experience. And I don't want our generation of children to learn from negative experiences. So I hope that was able to answer your question, caller. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, that was amazing information, and I appreciate it very much. Great. Well, have a wonderful day, and make sure to tell all your friends and family about your credit today. Thank you. Bye-bye. But if you have any questions and you want to come on the show, just let us know. You can email us at customerservice at conquercredit.com. I am out. 